This is Brain Fuzz, the art, music, and culture podcast with Joe Camusa and Matthew White. Today, Joe and Matthew play with a sound effects app, take a full accounting of the art speak red flags list, discuss concert etiquette, and offer a vinyl collection update. Now, here are Joe Camusa and Matthew White. So I realized in a recent episode that it was time to catch up and consolidate the art speak red flags list and then put our strategy together for moving forward in some of these discussions. Sounds good. I feel like it's been in every it comes up every episode. It comes up every episode. How is it not? But you but you started the list and just to uh, read them off and let's take a full accounting. The full list? Wait, okay. how many do you have? I've got Oh. I've got about 30. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Some of it includes uh, names, though, like theorists. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Or their their seminal works of theory. Uh, So if you want to just stick with... uh, But those are also worth more points if we're playing my version of Crit Bingo. Used correctly. That's true. Get 10 points. That's true. I don't know how... I don't even know how we can work out the... The uh, point system. I'm Parker Brothers, they're not returning my calls yet, but I'm hoping to uh, be in time for next year's Christmas. You know, I know one. Of, <laughs> I know one of the brothers. The uh, the. Do you know a Parker? Well, he he. They disowned him. Did he cheat? But, <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh. So the first was uh, that I had was recontextualize. Well, I think what kicked it off was. Uh, was recontextualized and discursive. I think yes. that's what led us into this lovely realm of big words. So recontextualize, discursive, liminal. Liminal's a big one. Mediate. Mediate. Ambiguity. I mean, any review or a lot of artist statements, ambiguity is in high, give, heavy, heavy rotation. Give me liminal again. Give me your take on liminal again. I'll look at give it. I'm gonna let you do the the text or the definition. Really? Yeah. All right. It's classic. Okay, then you. I'll give a few more. Reify. And this is of course on top of all the the normal dialogue and engagement and agency. We 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 tackled agency with Daniel Fuller. He really episode. hated agency. I do too. I do too. Phenomenology, phenomenology, simulacra. Nexus, lexicon, signifier, continuum, dystopian, ontological, binary, duality, usually used in the same. Oh, that's true. Binary and duality. And then recursive, discursive. Was recursive on there? Uh, I put it on mine. Uh, Did you really? Lens. Everyone's always framing everything through a lens. That's a big one. Indexical. And then, like, the rhizome. That concept's huge. Hybridity. All right, and I'll leave off, like, the 15-pointers here. Okay, so we've got a lot to to dig into here. Yeah. So, liminal, liminal, liminal. L-I-M-I-N-A-L, is of or relating to a transitional or initial stage of a process. Okay. But doesn't that even sound ambiguous? Yeah. (laughs) So the liminal space. 
reify is a verb. Yep. Make something abstract more concrete or real. I mean, it's not a bad word, but not it's a bad just, word. the minute you, you sprinkle that in, and if you're throwing in an ontological, <laughs> then suddenly you're get, you got yourself some art speak. All right, phenomenology. You know, again, we're going back to, like, coded language. I mean, it's yeah. certainly, it has its place, but sometimes, like, talking, talking about the art versus experiencing the art. So phenomenology... Its roots in philosophy. Noun. The science of phenomena as distinct from that of the nature of being. An approach that concentrates on the study of consciousness and the objects of direct experience. Although I haven't seen that one in a while, honestly. Well, I always, you know, again, disclaimer, it it's easy to kind of rail against some of these and it depends how they're used if they're used with honesty and uh, not merely as, a, as to prop up a conceptual bulwark you know yes I'm, I'm fine with it I just feel like 99% of the time you know uh, I don't want to sound unacademic or un, unconceptual Dis, dis, dis yeah. conceptual. wow Unconceptual. We're evolving here. We're getting very discursive. Yeah. It's painful. Uh, but yeah, there's a huge... I've just noticed, you know, again, getting out of the academic circles and getting into, you know, there's, it's a diff, there is a different... or many different levels of language at times. And, yeah. And... Um, I don't know. I think we were talking about, like, how do we want to... Like, when we were talking with Stuart Rodner about, you know, viewing habits, and, and Daniel, actually, uh, you know, say if you're going to a museum, how you want to take something in, I feel like sometimes, why is it that sometimes really well-written statements or, uh, or, like, a press release about a show, why does it seem like sometimes you don't even need to see the show then? Yeah. And versus I'm a little more excited about seeing the show, and then, yeah, I'd love to dig into the into the, the written word and, and then unpack yeah. the popular one there uh, if, if need be but I mean I think there are some folks that, are, that certainly get off a lot more on just um, on describing and creating a soundbite he had an interest Daniel had an interesting addition and that was Outsider yeah which I was glad to see it bothers me sure it does there are some really good essays in that Thornton Dial uh I don't know if it's a monograph, but anyway, a nice okay. big, large book. That, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think that was basically from his the show at the high, mm-hmm. and there were some really well written pieces dealing with that whole concept of you know why is he any more outsider than Jackson Pollock, for instance. You know, it's not like Jack. You know, in that era, not many artists had MFAs and all of that. So this this untrained, untutored. Why does that render you into the ghetto of? Yeah, white or black of uh, yeah. you know untrained outsider uh, folk artist versus I mean it, 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 it's ridiculous and uh, and again the ultimate irony which I think we said in the last episode is like and yet how many people are coming out of some of the top MFA programs making work that looks extremely uh, uh, outsider 
yeah. folk art inspired. That's absolutely right. It's, it's, it's almost of, like it's you have to. It's kind of amazing how we're come full circle. You, but, it, but if you have those credentials, then it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Ontological. Of or relating to ontology. Oh, yeah, of or being ontological. You know, the first known use of ontological is in 1782. Fascinating. Yes. See, I want to do... I'm kind of working on a piece with some of these terms. But you should have said that. The minute you say it, then it's gone. Gone. No, you've, you've mentioned it before, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to get too into that area. It's probably not that, that fascinating, but... Um, ontology is a branch of metaphysics concerned with the nature and relations of being. But I mean, after a while, doesn't it seem like kind of like a duh? And when we start talking about how we explain phenomenological aspects of a work, like of course, like you know, I made this. It's a it's it's a thing. What? <laughs> There's really not much more to yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, so the big question is with this list. Oh, before we let me ask you this: yeah, Where are you going with this? Is inform going to be on the list or not? It could be. Yeah. You think so? I mean, that's a pretty straightforward. But but I'm I'm guilty of using that many times that's the thing like as much as I can kind of poke fun at this like how many t- how many of these words do I probably use especially if I'm I don't know so I just hope I don't seem like a pompous like, you know what I no I think this is a vehicle for self-policing but I think it's also know your audience and um, you know if you're geeking out with some some folks that are well read and into it fine you know it's it's a way of communicating but I mean I think at the same time you know what I mean. It's yeah, like, I know, I know. I don't want to sound like I am not highbrow by any stretch, but... Okay, here's the, here's the big question that we face. Is what sound effect to use when somebody actually scores one? So I'd love the air horn, but that would just completely... That's nice. No, it's uh, a countdown. Oh, that's nice. That's a good one. That's kind of like a, a 70s um, game show kind of. Yeah. That, that kind I of like thing. that one. <laughs> so I need something that's very mechanical, though. It needs to be, like, handheld. No, it's just prize wheel, prize wheel. No, I'm, I'm using, by the way, game show effects soundboard. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's an app available uh, on Android. Hmm. Not, not. Is it somebody something quick? No. Well, I'd use that for the 15 pointers. Like, if you drop like 1,000 plateaus, I would throw that in there. Foucault, Derrida. I like that. <laughs> Another countdown. I don't want that. Oh, I'm covering my speaker up. This is one of this is on. Brain fuzz is really uh, coming along. Well, I, I was gonna use I was gonna use an analog device, and then I decided which might I. You mentioned earlier analog. That is something I don't know if we've talked about this before. Drives me nuts. The use you have said that you can't just go did you can't just analog is just not the opposite of digital. Everything wasn't just you know you can't just do that. And on top of that, there's analog and analog UE. Oh, that's right. Yes. Well, okay. So Let's, let, let me be clear. So every, I hate it when people do that, too. <laughs> how about this one? What? I'll submit to you. I'll submit. That's, that's, I've gone to law school. 
Um, Just say it. Don't don't submit it. I know. I uh, I remember once saying, "Let me say this about that," and my sister practically threw something at me. Say it again. Let, I'll sit. I was like, "Let me say this about that." And it's like meaningless. <laughs> I'll say this about that. Yeah. Uh, analog. Let me clear the air here. But Anal- analog also just code for my one of my most hated current uh, old school or back in the day. Back in the day and old school make me want to wretch. So here's the deal. Analog, A-N-A-L-O-G-U-E, is a person or thing seen as comparable to another. An oh, analog to. Yeah, and, not, and then there's A-N-A-L-O-G. L-O-L-A. And analogous. Like an analogous color scheme to keep it arty. Well, color theory, bro. Bra. Oh, it is. Is it bra or bro? Bra. Do bro. You, do you, have to wear, you can't say. Do you ever wear the hat backwards? Is that like. No, that, you don't do that anymore, I don't think. Okay. According to a fake news website, web, I, I don't know that it's a fake news. It's just a website, Webopedia. Okay. It says analog, A-N-A-L-O-G, when used in reference to data storage and transmission, analog format is that in which information is transmitted by modulating a continuous transmission signal, such as amplifying a signal strength or varying its frequency to add or take away data. For example... Telephones take sound vibrations and turn them into electrical vibrations of the same shape before they are transmitted over traditional telephone lines. Now, see, that's what when I really want to make sure people are using it correctly. When so, let's get back to these sound effects, though. Digital. All right, here we go. Ooh, that's no, that's that's before you use it. That's too long. Quite a slow clap. I mean, that's... Mm, oh, we got more theme music. You ready? Today. That is so awesome. Bruh? Like hitting a button or hitting a little bell. It's like, got it. Well, like that's the old bank teller button. You're right. Button. You could. That sounds like the beginning of a Genesis. Today, <laughs> brain fuzz. On brain fuzz. Vladimir Putin talks about. <laughs> Vlad, thanks for coming in today. I think we're going to have him as a guest. To spread the Russian propaganda. Are we going to be fake news? At, you know what? That's what I'm striving to be. The, the go-to. The entertainment page of fake news. See, that speaks to, like, remember this name who I... Probably gonna get letters. Uh, speaking of fake, I was thinking of, made me think of Hennessy Youngman, the character. Oh yes. I haven't. I haven't also bothered to Google, but like, wonder what's going on there. We'll reach out and find out. Apparently, he's not good with the phone. But are you gonna get letters on it? I don't know. Maybe he's good with letters. Maybe he's got fans that are gonna protest uh, brain fuzz. They can't do four more years of brain fuzz. Four more years of brain fuzz. Well, I think people are they're really uncertain so? how they're going to do it <laughs> in these dystopian times. <laughs> See, I didn't. I wasn't fast enough. I tried to do it just then. See, that's why it's, it's got to be it's quick decay. Yeah. I kind of like that. 
Quick Decay. Works for me. You like that one? Oh, you can mark it as a favorite in this app. Wouldn't it be great to have like those little? They were like marimba. It's just it's like one. You hit it with a mallet. Yeah. What is? That? I don't See, know I don't. Called. You bring the marimba in, and this no, whole the atmosphere is going to change tiny, completely. Just the one little pallet thing. It's just not pallet. It's like a little piece of wood with the. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. It's handheld. Yeah. With a mallet. With a little mallet. Yep. Little mallet. All right. So you're thinking we use this. Today to introduce and then will be on the show within five years, Within five years? Five years. It's gonna take us a while to build. Yeah. We could Okay. Well, I'm gonna check into the um, royalties on these. Uh, you know, I like to keep everything above board. I do too. I'm all about legality. Uh you know, Gonna see somebody tonight. Our friend Gene. Yes. Gonna see uh, see him tonight. We're going to see Blind Boys of Alabama. Wow. Yeah. Which? Where? At Georgia Tech. Fast. At the was it the first center? So I'll give you a full. I'll give you a full. Well, not a full review, but just a just my impressions. Are you gonna take a lot of pictures? No. Isn't that fatiguing to stand with your camera up the entire time? I can't stand that. Did you that. get a crank? I, when I saw, um, I was amazed at, and, it may, and, and thinking back, it makes a lot of sense now. But when I saw Kraftwerk. Yeah, I've never seen a lot of pictures from that. You wouldn't believe the amount of, and the thing is, it's a 3D, it's a 3D project, it's a projection, you have the 3D glasses. You're not. It's not going to be a good picture. It's not going to be what you see in your 3D glasses anyway. It's like when so people record it up front. It sets, and you go on YouTube, and it's just like completely distorted. And all you hear is the people around right. them talking and yelling. And it's like so. That's you know maybe there's something about memory oh. versus. Uh, but you know what? I'm, you know what it is. It's it's the phenomena of if one person grabs a phone out to do it. Everyone else does. Oh yeah, or yeah. Like the one person that stands up, or the one person that does the old woo. Then suddenly, any, hear any bootleg recording or live recording. Yep. The, the first you'll hear a bunch right after that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like has to happen to show that oh I'm having a good time too. There's nothing wrong with being silent. Well, it'll be, you know it'll be nice to take the temperature of the crowd at Blind Boys of Alabama and then unpack the and then unpack the performance. Was that on the list or not, Unpack? No, I think that's just more in, like, common usage. Okay. That was but very in vogue. Okay. Like, set the table. Oh, we're going to set the table. Let's set the table and, and then unpack. unpack. There's a lot of that. So did you know that I, I was reminded of this in preparing for this concert tonight? I was reminded. Did you get into the show The Wire? No. Okay. Baltimore, right? Yes. And it is great. I've heard. Don't let, I mean, it's fantastic. I've heard that that is up there with, uh, what's the one everyone says is the best show of all time besides Sopranos, but uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Never yeah. seen one. Oh, you got to do it. Um, Blind Boys of Alabama did uh, the theme to The Wire, Way Down in the Hole, Tom Waits. Oh, okay. All right. But then... I don't want that show. Not much of a spoiler alert. 
but Steve Earle shows up and plays a role in The Wire, I forget which season, and he takes over the theme at that point and does his take on Way Down in the Hole. I think he did it cheaper. Probably did. He, he... Nice. Yeah. Those poor men. That seems to be the only way for uh, bands to make it these days. As you, I was thinking, like um, Handsome Family has did the theme, or that they use the theme, one of their songs for uh, I think True Detective. Oh. So here's a band that's been playing since what early yeah. mid '90s in Chicago, yeah. and now I think they're based out of Albuquerque. Okay. Uh, fine, fine band. I've seen them a few times. Um, I had no. I've seen the show kind of, you know, like when my wife was watching it, but um, had no idea that they did that. And it makes sense. It's a great kind of cinematic, kind of Ennio Morricone kind of big, open, yeah. noirish kind of thing. But uh, I was just thinking of the reality of uh, musicians, unless you're some pop idol. What? What? How do you keep going besides, you know, touring? Yeah. You're not well, selling the, records. You're not. Well, I mean, the the landscape has changed. The economics have changed completely for performers. It's scary, but yeah. uh, so did you know that the Blind Boys of Alabama formed in 1939? How old are they? Well, they're not, they're not all original. They're kind of the Chicago of. Um, so, but there's some like the the son of. Is there any? Are there any original I, I, members? I don't. Yes, there are. That because they some of these guys were in elementary school in Talladega. The Blind Boys of Alabama first sang together in the school chorus in 1939 at the Alabama Institute for the Negro Blind in Talladega, Alabama. Wow. All around nine years old at the time, the founding members were Clarence Fountain. All right, so none of them are Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter? Jimmy Carter was in Blind Boys of Alabama. George Scott, Velma Bozeman Trailer, Johnny Fields. Well, no, that's right. They could be, they'd be 86. Right. Not crazy. Not crazy. But they have appeared on every medium since the 78. Wow. Yeah. They, uh... Not only are they on 78. Are they going back to cassettes like all the... (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't really think I believe that. What? That, that a lot of the uh, no mixtapes are huge now the younger cooler no but bands that are like yeah we're only putting it out on a cassette oh that's oh that's, I'm like who the hell's got a cassette player that's a disaster I, why would you want to This it's awful it's awful 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 format yeah I don't know uh, I do have an update okay I have uh, joined the spin clean rebel, uh, revolution did you really yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the spin clean revolution. Ooh, it's working pretty well. It is a little. Uh, it's tedious. It is because you know you get. It's kind of a production line thing, you know, just yep. to get. But uh, and just playing with some different. Uh, how many? You know, how many you can do in one batch? Obviously, depends on the level of uh, dirt and, and grit. But um, yeah, I'm pretty pleased with the. Um, uh, have you have you had the label? Issue? No. No. I must be spinning too fast. Um, I mean, sometimes I get I them going to, in there, man. But I found, uh, I made a note, I found a, a recipe for a different um, fluid like with a little bit of alcohol and distilled uh, that I don't think was necessarily for use with the spin clean, but I'm wondering how that might work. 
versus using their branded snake oil that they sell you, which seems to to do okay. But I'm just curious, like, how long will it last? I've done. I I went through the starter bottle. I bought the next. Oh, I bought the yeah. next one. Yeah. With the, with the uh, but one thing I thought, like, so far I've gotten. To, okay. So since I've cleaned, I've got a spreadsheet going. I think I'm up to like. I haven't hit the 200 mark yet. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, you've been doing some serious cleaning. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, for the next two hours, I'm going to... Yeah. Have you... And have, I don't want to put any... I don't want to play any records that I haven't cleaned. I've gotten weird. Like, wow. That's okay. Yeah. Which makes it. sense, but... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not like the stylus is... No. But I'll tell, tell you what I do. This is anecdotal. This is purely anecdotal. But on some dirty records, I got some dirty... I had some dirty records. I notice build up on my stylus. So I have a little cleaner for that. Yeah, but when I play the records from sp- after spin clean, I don't get the build up on the stylus that about, I got with the dust disc washer. You talking? Oh yeah, that. I would use the disc washer and I would get build up. What kind of build up? Talking like a dust fuzz dust. Okay, that yeah, I'm yeah. Sure meaning like something on a, but uh, it, it will kind of make you crazy, but. Uh, it's. It, uh, it, I mean, to do thirty records, that that takes me a little while. That's like that's at least an hour. Yeah, Other but did you notice a difference in the way they uh, sound? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you, you can't. It's, it's, you know, there's a few, and then also the ones you see where like, oh, there's a nice little nick or that. But most most of my records. Are what good. color did you get? I got the yellow. Did you really? Yeah. So you're seeing the dust. Yeah. See, I've got the brown. I got the 40th anniversary edition. I, kind of, I saw that. I kind of wanted to see what's coming off my filthy, dirty records. That's good. Yeah. And now I'm cleaning. If I get a new record, I'm cleaning it before it. Before mm-hmm. it gets the, yeah. You've got to clean that new vinyl. But, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a whole new new way of life. But yeah. So then I think in, and one day I actually did clean the espresso machine and cleaned a batch of records, and I thought this is it. So, this is me for the rest of my life. OCD overload. <laughs> I see an Adderall prescription so that I can finish cleaning my damn record collection. And doing 45s, too. Yeah. 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 yeah you yeah, adjust yeah. the rollers. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so it cleans 78s, which is... I don't think I have any 78s. Um, I mean, you know what? I have, and I have some Victrola. Like, I don't have them out. I obviously don't have a means to yeah. claim it, but I do have access to some stuff that... Do you really? Oh, yeah. Might have to dive into some of that in a future discussion. Okay. Um, I've told you about I'm going to bring the cylinders back. That'd be neat. And I don't know that Spin Clean has a, an a, attachment for the... For the so that thing was... <laughs> I looked on the side, like it's patented or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there's a date of like 1974. Can you imagine how much money... I mean, again, I don't know how big the market is, for, but right now they're probably selling a bunch now that people are buying. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine you wrote out the? But so you designed that almost forty something years ago, and now like every one of them is just what paying overhead. And but what do those things cost again? I forget. Made in the USA, mind you. Ma- yeah, made in Akron. Yeah, I think so. Fine state of Ohio. Um, Anyway, I just remember thinking, like, that's the kind of business you want to be in. Evergreen. Well, that... Yeah, that's I am... making America great right there. <laughs> yes, it is. We'll do it one record at a time. Let's keep, I'm keeping the economy going by buying friggin' records. Connect with Joe and Matthew and find out more about this and other episodes at brainfuzzpodcast.com. On social media, share your thoughts and comments with hashtag BrainFuzzPodcast.
Play along at home. The sound effects used today are available on the free Game Show FX Soundboard app available on Google Play. Get out there and reify.